Hey, what up, y'all? It's your girl, Vivica Fox, and welcome to my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. My guest today is vivacious, witty, and unforgettably funny. My guest today was born to entertain. She's an Emmy Award-winning actress, comedian, Broadway star, singer, and philanthropist, and director. Please welcome to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox, Jackie Harry. Yeah. Hey, girl. Hey, Viv. How you doing? Girl, I'm all right. You know God is great, and I'm still strong, you know, and it ain't easy. Okay. How, how are you getting through this pandemic? I mean, we didn't see this coming at all, did we? No, I don't know what this is, but I know that I, I saw it early. I was in the 7-Eleven or one of them stores, and I was telling somebody, put on your mask. And it was a homeless person, another guy, and they started fighting. I said, oh, this is the future. I said, everybody's going to be fighting in a minute. You know, and I said, I, I, so I braced myself. And that was when it was still cold, back in March. So mm. I said, this is going to get ugly. And people started getting in their cars, going around to other neighborhoods to see how people were doing. I said, this this doesn't bode well. So I was kind of ready for this. Not the, um, you know, not the riots or anything like that. That I wasn't ready for. But the pandemic I kind of saw was going to last a long, long time. You know? Well, see, I, girl, I'm going to keep it real with you. I was like, look here. We get flu season every year. What y'all tripping on? Now we done called it the coronavirus. <laughs> and I was, let me tell you, girl, I was so against the child. Because, see, I had just sold my house. Ooh. And was red. Girl, can you believe I sold my house during the pandemic? So I just That's moved what to my new house. That's right. I can't <laughs> wait to have you over to see the new house. It's fabulous. Uh, so, fly, huh? Flu fly. <laughs> so I was so like, oh, come on. This is just going to cramp my style. This can't be serious. So um, my my godson's mother, Jasmine Lewis, was like, Vivica, you have got to be careful. You got to start doing this. You got to stop going to the spa because, you know, I love going to the spa. Yep. You got to stop doing this. I was just in denial about it until it really got serious. Yes, absolutely. And then the mask. I said, all of a sudden, every time I put my mask on, I can't see, I can't hear, I can't walk. <laughs> Wait, can't, can't screw. I said, what's going on? <laughs> but it's, okay. it puts you, put you off balance. Put you so, off so I know that it's affected your love life. How has it impacted your hustle? Mine is better, honey. Oh, no, I'm getting it in. Oh. <laughs> Do tell. Do share. <laughs> Oh, you met him before Dante. Yeah, he, he said, I, he don't mind saying his name, but we're having a good time. We got oh, closer. I know wait, a lot wait. of people are having, yeah, a lot of people are having trouble. And I understand, but we got closer. It ain't been easy. Don't get me wrong. It's not that. It's just that I've lightened up. And, you know, because we're workaholics, both you and I. We love to just work, 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 work. So you're not always available, you know? So, but now I'm available. I'm like, well, let me see. Let me see what's happening. You know? So wait a minute, Jack A. <laughs> Jack A, I was talking about work you was talking about your love life so wait a minute let's right. talk okay so hold on so you got a new friend dante <laughs> yeah you met him before oh okay so you and dante yeah. done got closer yes and and, and I, when i say that i mean really like a man and a woman and in terms of understanding you know all the stuff you got to do you know for us we're very demanding i know i am you are we're strong women and it ain't easy that's what i'm trying to say so well, i just think that it's like for me, it's just hard for me to meet someone to be a good partner. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, I'm not looking for someone to take care of me. I'm looking for someone that I can share life with. And that's yes. been very difficult for me to find. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Trust. We have trust issues. And it's true. You know we do. But that's another show. 
Yes. And by that, I mean somebody who will take care of me the way I need to be, which is, like you said, your mental and emotional and, you know, the other part we can take care of. I saw your pictures, girl. You still look fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, how about work? How has Corona in, in, impacted your hustle with work? Ooh, I, I, I broke out into tears one day. I didn't know why. And um, because I had a deal, it fell through, of course, because of all this. We all had jobs we were all going to do. I mean, yeah. just booked. And now they all got postponed or canceled. And you you just, it, you don't know what affects you until it does. And then you find yourself being over-emotional and, and a little overbearing and extra. And you you realize it's because you're not working. You know, you you know you can have money. You can have your nuts right away. But after a while, you want to be you. You know, you can't do you. And this is what we do for a living. So it, it really is starting to get to be now. So it what was before. it? So what was it that made you so sad that you just weren't, you felt like, oh my gosh, are we ever going to get back to working again? Yeah. What were the tears my, for? Yeah, I did my first, you're my, uh, I'm a Zoom virgin. I told your producer, I said, this is my third Zoom. I don't like the medium, but I'm going to have to adapt. You've got yeah. the head of the game. So you were ahead of it already. Thank God. Because you see on Twitter, now, now Twitter's doing the thing where you can do the voice. So I said, she's going to be on that. I know in a minute, <laughs> you know? <laughs> No, now can I tell you something? I actually had no choice because just like you, I had four projects that fell like apart as soon as Corona hit. And I was like, oh my God. But then it's like, what I love is that everyone figured it out. So I had two movies come out. So all of a sudden I had to start doing the Zoom interviews and this and a third. So I had Mm -hmm. no choice to adjust. Now I heard you was ready and was ready to be fly boogie uh, for me today, but we're not doing video, honey, because I'm in my baseball cap unpacking my boxes (laughs) at my house. But I heard you was ready. Oh, I was ready. Girl, I got my ring light. I had the lighting. I had the amber. I had the amber boost. I ain't playing because we're going to have to do it eventually. And, And you and I, I don't care what they say. You know, I had my makeup guy. I don't care. I don't, homie don't roll that way. Uh-uh. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you something. I said what they not going to see in my Zoom interviews is Corona Corona looking toe up, Vivica. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. So, I, so if y'all see me, my nails is done. My lashes is on. Yes. I, my people came over and did me with their mask on. Okay? That's right. I know. We, I couldn't play. I said, if I'm going to be seen. And I know Ms. Viv is like, we're going to be showing it. Uh-uh. We got to be fly, fly. Uh-uh. Yes. Now, my my producer told me, she said, Jack Hay remembers the first time she met you was all of a sudden she saw these thigh-high leopard boots hanging over you the You don't thigh- remember that? I didn't. Refresh my uh, memory. But okay, so Star Jones was having one of her many parties. You know, this is right before she was getting engaged. You know, this is an engagement party before the engagement. You know, I remember we, we was going everywhere. And I met you and I came to the Peninsula Hotel and you were already there. You and maybe Holly and um, um, maybe Lisa, I'm not sure, but they're already waiting to go into the little bungalow. Remember, she had a little bungalow out in the back, a little cottage. And I came and you know how you came to the Peninsula and you go to the little bar, then you go to the side and you were there in the suite, the pre-suite. And I saw this leg sticking out with these snake skin boots thigh high. As all I saw was a leg strung over the arm. And I walked up and it was you. Oh. <laughs> and I said, girl, I'm some fly boots. You said, I just bought these suckers today. <laughs> and you I'm got so- up and showed them off. And they was fly as, you don't remember that? Girl. Fly. Woo, they were fierce. I tell people I'm a shoe hoe, okay? I will work <laughs> for a pair of shoes or some boots, okay? And some diamonds. <laughs> oh, no, it was stunning. And we oh. were screaming, all of us. We were just screaming because you was you was doing the thing. We was all, 
it was just so, it's a vivid memory. That's my first memory of you. I mean, I've met you before then, but that's my first one-on-one, you know? Yeah. And of course, after that, yeah, you know, in St. Martin's, I told him, I said, when you were married there, we had a ball. And I was married to one of them husbands. I don't remember which. Oh, Elgin, I think. <laughs> and you, yeah, so I've always, yeah, we've always had fun, but I know you don't play. I said, she joked, but she don't play. When it comes to work, uh-uh, let's, let's do this, you know, uh-uh. And now besides us loving fashion and fun parties and having fabulous friends that our friends do throw some fly parties, we've also mm-hmm. worked together, you know? Jack yes. Day is part of my So Wrong, It's Right franchise. I was telling my producer that, that every year we get together. I, we're on film, girl, like 20 or something. But yes. every year you always come and play with me. So we've acted together as well as been friends. And I've known you so for a very long time. So I want to take you down memory lane right now. Okay. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, let's go back. I didn't know you was from Brooklyn. No, I went to school at Long Island University, the Brooklyn Center. Okay. Now, where are you from yes. though? Yes, I'm from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. North Carolina? Yes, but I was raised in Harlem, in New York. Yeah, went to music and art. Yeah, girl. I've been around, around and around. So wait a minute. So before acting, you were also a high school teacher? Yeah, history teacher at Brooklyn Technical High School. Yes, I taught 10th and 11th, 9th and 10th grade. Yes. How did that happen? I never knew you was a high school history teacher. Uh-huh, and I love teaching. You do too. I know that's what we have in common. I like imparting knowledge. And if somebody gets it, that makes me feel good if I teach them, you know, and then pass them on to the next level. And um, no, but I love history. Even now I'm reading, a, you don't want to know, but I'm reading a book about LBJ, Linda Baines Johnson, my favorite, mm-hmm. because we got to pass another act. You know, we got to pass the Reparations Act. That's what okay. I'm into. Okay. So we can, get, we can get paid. Y'all feeling guilty and bad? Let's pass something and do something. something. I don't think for everybody, you know, I haven't worked it out. But, you know, he passed the Civil Rights Act and the Voting Act. And the uh, day before was, you know, the anniversary of that act. And a lot of people let, are, is letting that go by because well, that LGBT. Yeah, that's a big thing. That LGBT thing that went by in the Supreme the Court. The other day. That's yeah. huge. That's huge. That's like I know Civil it Rights is. Act. I know <laughs> it is. Now, speaking of the Civil Rights Act, you were also, um, 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 I, I thought that you have, the, you have huge thoughts on the Black Lives Matter movement that's happening as well right now. Yeah, that, uh, I believe, I said this is my one important thing, that the window this time for, I call it guilt money, and by that I mean specifically, if they want to make some changes, which we have to in systemic racism in the United States of America, we have to get the money towards the programs that get us some money too. You know, people of color, Black mm-hmm. people and Asian people. And we had the war on poverty back in the 60s, and that's they're going to have to roll out some dough, some trillions, and give these kids some opportunity, you know, like after school programs. I know you had them where you came from. Yes. You were busy every day after school. School was to us to learn something. After that, we were, we did 15 million things after school. We never wanted to go home. I know you didn't. We we had things, we had constructive things. So we need constructive Absolutely. programs to build up the, the esteem and the ability to say, oh, I can do that and not just go and not do nothing. You know, Agreed. which I think worth. Yeah, well, you know, when I was in high school, I played basketball, volleyball track, and I was a cheerleader, and I was in the like the talent show. I was in a choir. I loved school. Me and, too. And, but we had know, activities. Yes, yes, all day long. And and we used to work three or four jobs a day. You know, you you do your play in the morning. I tell you, yep. I did TV, a play, a movie, and still at night, you know, and do something else and have drinks with the, with the kids for the next project. Yeah, we I love like I that. love being busy. 
I know me too. We workaholics. Yeah. You now, do. have have you ever encountered racism in your own life, Jack A? The other day. Are you kidding? Now, they call it benign racism. You know what that is, where you get in the elevator and the woman grabs her purse. I told her, I said, I said, I ain't gonna take you, but I'll stay, take your purse. You can have the money, but I want that damn Louis. She looked at me. <laughs> you know, but stuff like that happens all the time. So wait a minute. Girl, you got on the elevator and she's pulled her purse and stepped yeah, sideways. Yeah, like I was going, <gasps> yep. And then of course, when I started talking, she losing up, she went, oh, wait a minute. I said, oh, so a celebrity can't rob you? I said, I'll take your shit. <laughs> we laughed, but I felt it. You know, I know, and it's happened to me before. Some I've been called the N-word. Girl got in the car and ran off. I said, you better run. But people get mad at you before they know you. You know, right. as soon as they see your color of your skin. You know, I've been flying through mint coat. This is back in the day, before, you know, when I was wearing fur and high heels, like you say, Louis, Christian Lacroix. It don't matter, you know, because you think you're all that. But it's little things like that, and they eat up in your skin, you know. But growing up in New York, no, I did not encounter racism. Isn't that something? Mm. No. Yeah, but that was a time when drugs were not as prevalent as they are now. So drugs have really played a different part in shaping the personality of our generations now, I think. I think heroin and after being on war, it all traced us back to, you know, the, the behavior where it starts to just, you know, kids just don't do anything anymore. Yeah. You know, I think that yeah. they, they, they need to start, you know, they, they took away so many after school things. They were not funded anymore. Music, art, all of that was defunded because now the kids can just go and get in front of a computer. And I just feel that it's like that social thing they're missing out on, you know, yes. like wanting to do the plays, wanting to be stimulated by being on the team. Like we need to get those basic things reinstalled, you know, yes. instilled in our children. Yes. And acting classes where you could go yes. and learn how to use your body, not just learn how to act, but how to use your body. You know, like mime, I took, a, I took all of that so you can learn to play without the ball, I call it, because you don't always have lines. Because I know oh. you did when you do. Yeah, when you first start, they don't give you much. But mm -hmm. I know you did the same thing. Yeah. Use what you got. Yeah, my first, I only had two lines. Who is that? Oh, it's you. <laughs> and that was in my first. <laughs> but I made it count. You know, even now when we do the show um, with Byron, funny you should ask, you have to use all the nuances you can bring to make people understand and communicate, you know, when you, when you entertain. Everybody thinks it's so easy. Uh-uh. It's a study. You know, it's study. Yes. Years. So we need the programs to help them from Jump Street. And saying that, it doesn't matter if you don't have lines. I'm going to take, give everyone a prime example. When I did the movie, Why Do Fools Fall in Love? There is a scene with me and Halle Berry. Mm -hmm. And we were the wives of Frankie Lyman. I played Elizabeth and she was uh, Zola. Yeah. And we didn't have any lines. And it was us the first time that the two characters in the courtroom uh, were having lunch during a courtroom break and there were no lines and everyone knew every moment without a saying a word. <laughs> yep. Now, yep. Every, and it's still to this day, I can put that scene up on my Instagram <laughs> and people are like, that was one of my favorite scenes. I love Y'all was in there and y'all didn't say nothing to each other, but I knew exactly what y'all meant. Uh-huh. I call that playing without the ball. You be yes. ready when it's, when it's handed to you. If somebody gave you a line, you'd be right on. And you don't know, see where Al Pacino and the Godfather and mm -hmm. he opens up the door to Diane Keaton and she's in there with the kids and he didn't want her in there. You know, he don't say a word how he looks at her. I said, that says it all. Mm. You know, when you don't have lines, it's, it's more important. Of course, you got to know how to act though. 
I know that's right. Now, what would you say, what classroom lessons have you used throughout your career? Um, you know, because I studied with uh, Dick Anthony Wayne's God Rest His Soul, great actor, and Bill Duke. And I'm, I love Bill Duke. Don't you love him? And he had, uh, you know, you know how you stand around in the circle and you close your eyes and everybody makes noise and massage you and touches you. And then they ask you to fall. Do you ever do that? No. That is the first key. Yes, that is the first lesson I learned. Trust your fellow actor. Mm-hmm. They will have to catch you because you may fall through and you got to have that support system. You know, like you said in that scene you just mentioned and why do fools fall in love? Right. They had your back. Somebody had your back. You know, so when you fell and you go for it, you're supported by that group, you know. And I'm talking about, you know, an exercise that you should do with people you know, too. Not just strangers, but like six or seven classes and try that. Try that. And that's what I'm trying to do now. I want to impart some of my knowledge. You know, I'm just so lazy when it comes to, you know, doing all this technical stuff. Girl, yeah. I just got a new computer. You know, I'm, I just got a Mac. Just Look got here. a Mac. Listen here, doing this podcast, they made me use my computer, especially during Corona, more than what I ever, I done learned how to get stuff up from the bottom of the thing. I had the producer today. I said, Lord Jesus, I can't find a briefing. She said, Bebeka, calm down, go to the corner, look at that, see those little arrows over there? Now make those go small. I, oh, I said, Lord Jesus. But you know, I'm open and I'm learning and I thank my producers of my podcast for taking me to a victory. So that looks That's right. About. I'm proud of you. And it looks excellent. You're, it all looks excellent and clear and professional. I must say, I was very charmed. I was like, oh yeah, I do this. <laughs> <laughs> now, you once said in an interview, education forever. That's yes. my number one thing, former or informal books, computers, however you get it. But it's got to be done so we can keep up. Because if we don't teach these kids, there is no tomorrow for them. That's right. What did, what did you mean by that? Well, that's what I said. Impart knowledge that you have. Like the simple thing I just said about standing in a circle and, and falling. A lot of people don't know what I mean, but try it. And mm. you will see it frees you. Because you're. I've been with you and somebody asks you to do something acting wise. You'll fall on the floor to get a laugh or to get a dramatic point. You don't have any fear of it. You know how many people cannot just fall mm. in, front of, in front of people and feel okay about it? It's a, it's a freeing of the mind. So when you learn knowledge... You know, like the fact that the color of your skin is who you are and walk with your your head held high. Everybody says it. But what that means is you've had that instilled in you since fourth grade. I I remember fourth grade is where I learned it. Mm. Where you are, you are worth, you know, you know your own worth. And you walk in those shoes. That's got to be given to you early. Because, honey, when you get it later, it takes too long to beat it into you. And by that time, if you're 15, your character is already built. So we've got to start character building. And so education is the key. The more you know, you know, especially, like I said, third or fourth grade is where it starts, where the character begins, I think. Jackie, how did you cross over from teaching to acting? I was um, teaching a class and next door, I was in Long Island University and and, I'd go next door and study, um, it's called Dark of the Moon, this play. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's an old, wonderful movie, Dark of the Moon. And I played Sister Metcalf. This was after hours. I was just doing it for a friend. Child got over there and started singing because I mm. had gone to music and art. And they made my part bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> and then I met B.B. Drake Hooks. Do you know who that is? No. Who's that? She's the one. She's a wonderful actress. She used to do a lot of commercials. B.B. Drake Hooks. She's the cousin of Robert Hooks. You know who that is. Yes, you know, I know who Robert Hooks is. Yeah. And she had a part in a movie, I mean, in a play at the Brooklyn Academy of Music that Richard Wesley, the great playwright, 
who, um, you know, is God, one of my mentors. And she took off for Hollywood because she got a part out here. And I took her place in his play. It was a one act play. And I had a great part. It was called Getting It Together. And I played Coretta. Girl. So so would you I got say the bug? I got the bug. <laughs> I start getting job after job after job after job. You know that's how it starts because I get yeah. Mr. Metcalf, which was all white. I was the only black person in it. Then I did his play, which was all black. And then I went uptown and started studying, you know, to get it better, to get it refined with Dick Anthony Williams. And it just, I just started getting job after job after job, you know. And that's how it happens. I was in the right place at the right time, but I studied. Studying is key. I got acting lessons. I always tell people that. I mean, I started off in soap operas, which for me was like going to an acting school because doing five shows a week, trying to memorize all those lines. Girl, you was a mess too. I loved you. I loved you out there. (laughs) That wasn't no joke, okay? You did not play. Girl, you wasn't on there that long. I said, she ain't going to be on that long. <laughs> so listen, thinking, now you got your start in theater. And within five years, you made your Broadway debut as one of the original cast members in a Broadway musical. Is that correct? Yes. Correct. Okay. Loretta Divine. I love Loretta. Oh. Yes. We got our equity card the same day. That's mm. right. Now so explain we- to our audience what that equity card meant. Actors equity cards is a card you use so you can do professional plays Broadway and off Broadway and off off Broadway in the Actors Equity Guild, which you pay your dues to, and um, it's like your union. Yes, that meant you was official. Official, I was the shit. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you something. Now, see, when you get your Screen Actor Guilds card and your equity card and all of the things, you be feeling real legit. Now, you got to pay dues to be up in there. I was going to say does. I was broke. I was a broke. I was a broke shit. Yeah. The, but you was you know, when I joined SAG, it was $6,000 to join SAG. When Ooh. I joined, it's no longer that, but I was, and the d- Director's Guild, you know, girl, I told you how much it's going to cost and it ain't never going away. But it's worth it if you can because it stays with you the rest of your career. Now, wait a minute. You just, I just had, oh my God, a moment. You, I forgot you directed us yes. on, um, uh, uh, what's the show with Brian? Byron Allen, with we Bill, did together. With Bill Bell, you and Bill Bell, Mr. Box Office. Yeah. When you directed us for Mr. Box Office, I loved it. I was like, <laughs> okay. Cause she was like, oh, come on now, Biblical. And it's like, <laughs> I love having an actor's director. I really do. <laughs> and you because because I told you, you got to do it, though. I told you, you don't have no time. You told me, but you got to do it, babe. You got all them pictures. You got to do one of the movies. I'll come I come with no part. I will. I will. I will. But tell you what. The directing is the next chapter for me because now, let me tell you, you're doing an excellent job. Regina King, Tasha Smith. Uh, uh, Carrie Kerry Washington. Kerry Washington. Yes. Yes. Everyone is loving the director's chair, right? Yes. I just ain't got there yet. So now, girl, you done done Broadway. <laughs> you done got your car. And then you crossed over into, into the TV world and got 227 and Sister Sister. <laughs> well, I got soap opera before that. I got another Oh, world. okay. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, let me take it <laughs> yeah. back. So you went to, from Broadway, then you went to the soap opera. What soap opera yes. was wrong? Another world. It's defunct now. It was on NBC. Me, uh, Patronia Pale, and Michelle Sheff, Joe Morton, Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Huge black cast. Yes, I had so, a ball. I mean, Jackie, did you ever think the soap operas would not be on TV? Yes. <laughs> you did? Because, yeah, because of the way they look. When I went to L.A., I said, I like the way General Hospital and Boba. I said, this look beautiful. 
How come the ones in New York don't look pretty like these? The ones in New York were better actors in terms of acting. You know, they all did theater and, you exactly. know. And that was what I saw. I said, oh, I see what it is. They should have, they should have made them a little more, what's the word? Glossy. Fabulous. Is that the Glossy. Word? Yes. Glossy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, they should have done that and they would have lasted. Because mm. these, these soap operas are still on here. You notice that? Well, there's really, and I mean, I'm just work. saying no, in general, work. there used to be a time where you had another world as the world turns, the edge of tomorrow, uh, uh-huh. the dark One skies, one life to live, young all and restless, children. all my children, you know, and now how many are there? Maybe three? We may have General no, Hospital, four. Young and the Restless, Bold and the Beautiful, and what else? And they're still on, though. The ones out here on CBS are still on. The Bold and, bold and hmm. the Beautiful, Young and the Restless, yes, Days of Our Lives, they're all still on. But I'm That's just saying, I, who would have ever thought that Erica, Erica from uh, All My Children would be on? Susan Lucci. Yes. Yeah. Well, I thought they had done run their course because I hate the style of acting. You know you did too. You know you did because it was like, hold my chair. Oh, no, you don't mean. You know, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay. So you was there. So what was that excellent training for you? How long was that? Uh, so oh, it was wrong? excellent for TV. I must, and Debbie Morgan, thank God, she told me what to do. She said, watch all your shows and see how you move, how you look, and it does work. You know, you probably did it, too, when you first started. I do. See how you look, what your uh, mannerisms look like, how much you're moving. You know, that's another thing you got to teach kids how to move. It's different for theater. It's bigger. TV is less, but for movies, it's even less. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's more more important because the cameras, what? Right. That's it. But that's a good lesson for us to for young actors to learn, because, you know, these children nowadays, they think it's because they can do a TikTok video that that means they actors, you know right. what I'm saying? Or they do an yeah. Instagram video that that means it's like, no, baby, there's an no. art form. TV is different from film. Film is different from the from theater. They're all different genres. So I'm glad that you said that. Yes, definitely. So now moving on, you went from Broadway to soap opera. To then TV. To 227. Yes. Okay. That, so what that was, was my that big like? break. Yeah. Tell us about 227. Big, big break. I auditioned with about 350 other women. <gasps> I thought it was just me. I didn't know. I didn't know at first. I got on the plane in New York. You know, I was on the soap. They flew me out. I did a, a, a grainy little tape in my agent's office. And they sent it. They said, oh, come on out. I said, okay. I got on the plane. I thought I was the only one. Child, I got up that plane. There was 50 other women right down there waiting for me at the end. Come on, Jackie. The next day we get to the studio, everybody and their mama was there. Everybody. Oh. So we had audition for two parts. And I did my best. And I went on back to the hotel. And we partied. And I came on back to the I said, I'm leaving. They said, you got to stay for a callback. I said, no, I, I got a job. <laughs> so okay. wait a minute. What two roles did you audition for? Sandra and um, Rose. Okay, yep. so yeah. then you got the call back and you had to audition for both of them again? No, I didn't go back. I told them I didn't want to go back. <gasps> and I didn't know what the hell they was talking about because they said, no, you got to stay. I said, I ain't got to stay. I got a job. And I told them I had a soap opera and they knew. So mm-hmm. I had to go back to just keep filming. And I said, I got to go. I got on that plane. I got off that plane. They said, you got the job. You got to go back. I had to turn right back around and go right back to L.A. I didn't so know they- what they meant. They so meant I had the job. Mm-hmm. I, misunderstood, I misunderstood. But nobody wanted to tell me in front of the other girls. See? So out yeah. of 50 girls, you auditioned for two roles. You got No, cast? 350. 350. Yeah. But this is a whittling down process. You know, it's not just one day. But I went for the one caught one day. And uh, 
Shirley Ralph, there was a bunch of people that had already been out here. And I was like, Ugh. but I said, oh, I'll just go and do what I do. And honey, Brandon Tartikoff hired me on the spot. Ain't I love Brandon. Brandon Tartikoff gave me my first big break too. See, wasn't he wonderful? Just yes, wonderful. Wonderful man. I was a, so sad a, when he passed dream. away. Rest in peace. I mean, they don't make uh, TV executives and studio heads like him nope. anymore. Nope. He... Oh my God, I was so sad when he passed away. So rest in peace, Brandon Tartikoff. We miss yes. you so much. So now when you got Sandra, because you know you came, you got real famous for that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Too, Where'd too that famous. come from? Where that came too, from? Too, uh my girlfriend, Val Jean Jean, and um the way she talked and Mae West and Lucille Ball, it was a mixture mm. of different people, you know. And I just was doing it to make people laugh, and then I was gonna go on back to New York. I was engaged to be married. It just broke up my love life. It's just success. It takes courage to be successful. That's my other thing. It takes courage to be successful. You know what that means. It's of that course. great sacrifice. I know you just see you do right away. Yeah. A lot of but people don't know what that means. You can't be scared of success. You can't get nervous and anxiety. I didn't because I didn't know no better. <laughs> mm. Now, Sandra was a super sexy, sexy character for you, honey. I remember them tight ass dresses you was wearing, child. You used to come on the scene in purple and red and just falter into the scene. Okay. I was like, who is Miss Bag? With her little funny self. But then you went from that to now being cast as a mom on Sister Sister. What Which was I hated. that shape? Oh, you hated I hate it. I hated it. I hated it. At the time, I hated being a mother. I was like, oh. I'm old. You know, ageism in Hollywood. I said, I'm old now. When you become a mother, you're unsexy. You ain't going to get screwed no more. Ain't nobody's going to be chasing after you. <laughs> oh, you get boring. You get all the flat line. Okay, I'll go over it. You know, but amazingly, <clears throat> when I got with the girls, T and Tamara and Tim, it just clicked. Isn't that something? It was yeah. And And who knew? I said, oh, this is corny. Honey, corny turned into a lot of money. Thank I know God. that's right. How, <laughs> how long was Sister Sister on? Six years. Ooh, girl, syndication. Yes, six. Yes. See, you, okay, I we got to you talk not. to you. We got, got to tell the children out there about syndication. Now, see. that's right. They don't even know what that means. You and I do. Syndication means that's that almost forever money. Whenever you see it on TV or wherever you are in the world, a check is coming our way. So you I, hope yep. you can be on a show that can make it to syndication. Mailbox money, I call it. That's okay. right. You, you ain't even got to leave the house. Just go to your mailbox. That's right. Now, was it hard for you when you, you know, you played an adoptive mother, you went from sexy to then playing the adopt, uh, adoptive mother. When did you finally go, oh, it's okay. I don't have to be the sexy one because I'm going to be honest with you, being sexy is a lot of damn work. Okay, hey. shit. <laughs> shit. You got to watch everything you eat and fitting and stuff. And then don't go and fall in love with somebody and get a little love weight on you. And then they try to zip up a dress your ass. Be like, oh, sorry. Okay, let me, let me, let me, let me go starve for about a week and eat some kale leaves. You know? I know because when, when you did Kill Bill, remember what you told me you had to oh, do? You said oh. four months of the training was almost killed you. It did, girl. My knees to this day is still suffering. Ain't you kidding me? But you know, but that's I a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice you made. It is. But now, now that I'm a little bit older, honey, I'm like, let the little child, let her go on and get on the swimsuit. I'm cool. I'm good. Don't <laughs> bring me a drink. I'm fine. You know, people don't get that. But it's it's, it's hard as a woman because, like you said, you're like, oh my god, are they putting me out to pasture? Can I not get it anymore? But nowadays people bodies are accepted in all different forms. You don't have yes. to be a size two, which I'm right. very grateful for that curves are in, 
you know, because look, Jack A, you're still a very beautiful woman who can still get it and a fella still look at. I just want to let you know that. Okay. That's why you and Dante is over there, Corona, Corona, real happy. I got me a Rona, I got me a Rona man. I love it. Now, uh, you, you also confessed in your career that there was a time that you didn't work for like four or five years that you felt a little scared. Three years. Yeah. Three After, years. Uh, sister, sister. It might have been before Sister, Sister. Yeah. Between 227 Sister, Sister, I was uh, terrified that I wouldn't work anymore. Why? You know, because, uh, you know, you we're always that after. We're looking for our next job every time. But when you have a series and you're making that kind of money, you really feel the dearth or the lack of working when you're not. You know, it, it's, mm. it's, it's crazy because it's just work, 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 and then nothing. Yeah. You know? You know, a lot of people, they say, well, why is that? Because you're under contract and you can't do but so much. But I had a lot of irons in the fire. So after Sister Sister, people were like, oh, you'll get something else. Because people love to see it when you're unemployed. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They, be, they be hating on you. That's another thing in this business. Because I've done it. It's like, how should you get that job? You know, but I'm happy for my friends. But sometimes you kind of go, oh, come on now. But it's always about the money. You're right. Always. But that's another topic for another day. You okay, know, so, but, so you went from there to what? Uh, was it uh, Everybody Hates Chris and then House of Pain? Yes. Okay, tell me Ooh, about that. I loved it. Let me tell you, that was one of my favorite jobs, Everybody Hates Chris with Ali Leroy. You know him. Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't he wonderful? He's so wonderful to work with and for. Mm. So on Everybody Hates Chris at Paramount, which is my favorite studio still. Ours too. And, yeah, and it was just such a a joy going to work for him and uh, with all those people, you know, and what's the little boy's name? Oh gosh. The little, I, I, I know who you're talking about, but I, 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 I just, Tyler. I just, Chris. Yeah. Tyler. I just, yeah. Tyler and Laquan. Look at them. They're both working now. Yes. Mm. And the fabulous Tachina Arnold, who I love until the end of time. I love Tachina Arnold and, and, and Tisha Campbell. I love yes. those, those girls. I don't know. I just can't. Every, every time I see them, we just scream for about a good five minutes. You know, like when I see you. And keep yeah. going. Yeah. You know. I stole one of your lines, so I just want you to know. What line was that? Um, I was in an interview and talking, and they kept on talking. I said, Vivica's is right. When you talk too much, I said, look, I ain't got not one more lie to tell, not one more story. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. I got to talk about Well, how proud of we are we of our girl, Regina King? Woo! Oh, no, no. You can't. No, no. That's my, I don't even know what to describe her as. I know. I mean, who would have thought Little Bit from 227 is now an Oscar winner and a director? And yeah, but she's in rarefied air because oh. she's just one of them, she takes on jobs because, I'm sorry, that last series I told her, I said, I, I need to start smoking some, some weed or... <laughs> I said, I want to stay in the show. She said, bitch, just keep watching. You'll get it. I, I don't understand. But can I Did tell you? Did you understand it? It took a while. No, I didn't. But you know, it, that, that sci-fi world, they try to make it difficult for you to understand. Oh, oh we got to tell the name of the show. What's the name of the show again? Um, her show. Uh, everybody, your producer will tell you her yeah, last um, show. Because I like the leftovers. I like the leftovers. But this last one, I just could not. I couldn't hang. Oof. But, but, we'll I, but let's talk about a really fun time, just a sidebar, with you and Regina on, what was that, Watch What Happens Live? Drunk as a skunk. <laughs> I didn't know it was uh, like you're doing now. This is I, I didn't know it was streaming live. I didn't know what streaming was then. I thought they meant live audience. 
So when we got there, I thought they had an audience. So when we got there, and it was like 50 people, I went, well, where the audience, <laughs> right? Well, that is their audience. Regina, Regina said, yeah. And he said, no, they're watching you now. I said, what you mean watching us now? I said, you mean, as the people are watching this as we speak? He said, yeah. I said, I said, can we, we can't drink on TV, Regina. She took that glass. She said, go, 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 go. <laughs> Can I tell you, it was so fun to see y'all just cut loose and have a great time. So, you know, that's what people don't realize about us as actresses, that we all hang. We like to get drunk together. We like to have a good time together. We like to talk shit to each other. I mean, it's just, yes. it's our circle of friends from Vanessa Bell Calloway, Lila Rashawn, Regina yes. King, Tasha yes. Smith, Taraji. Like we're all star. We've all been through yes. weddings, divorces, all kind of kids, all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but, yes. And it's a small circle though, when you look, and this is why we have to keep supporting each other, even when you're not working or you think somebody's, you know, stealing whatever or this or that. You know, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy to see Yvette Nicole Brown. That girl is smoking. Yes. You know, it's like you got to appreciate the fact that we're still working and I'm we're, older. Yeah. And in fact, we're still longevity. I mean, you now you've morphed into a producer on yes. movies on Lifetime. Yeah. And now, now you got to get all that stuff on Netflix. I said it. I said it. That's okay, right. That's next. That's no, next. really, because Spike Lee's movie is excellent. The five, the oaks, it's excellent. It's well, there's so many more opportunities for us now than what were ever available. Yes. So we should make sure we take advantage of it. Yes. Okay, so let's switch gears. Let's talk about parenting. Now you uh -oh. played an adoptive mom. Uh uh, not uh oh. You played an adoptive mom on Sister Sister, but you also are an adoptive mom in real life, Frank. Yes, I, I yes. didn't know that. Yes, my son, he's 27 now. Frank wow. Brown. Wow. Yes. I just he, he just texted me, you know, but he's got I've got two grandkids who I love. Uh they are just oh girl, little girl, just a, a, a gumdrop. You know, you just eat them up. And who knew I'd be like this? I love them to death, but that's because I'm able to give them back. I can fill them with ice cream and then get back. <laughs> baby, that's how I feel about my God babies. I, I don't, you know, a lot of people are like, Vivica, you didn't have children. I said, listen here, listen here. I have six God children and all I got to do is spend a good afternoon with them and watch what they mama and them got to go through when it's time to put them to bed and I'm real cool on just hanging out and having a good time. Did you, did that, do you feel the same way that you don't regret that you didn't have children? Uh -uh. No, uh -uh. Okay. because, but I had moments now. That's what I'm saying. I had moments where I really wanted intensely. And I tried. I miscarried. And mm. I tried. Yeah. It was very painful, but I wanted it. But I don't regret not having it. No. Not okay. at all. Thank Yeah, but it, it didn't, and it, you know, but no problem. Yeah, I don't have that 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 nurture gene. No, I, I missed that one. Uh -uh. <laughs> but now, but, but when you became adoptive mother, you got to experience motherhood, I'm, though. Oh, I love him. Oh, I love him. Oh, I don't even know how this, it happened. You know, I got him when he was 18 months. At this, you just don't know how it happens, that kind of love you have for somebody. You know, yeah. you just have it. And it's locked in. You know, it's not going anywhere. Yeah, so now, you know, you're on the phone. As soon as you see them words, mother, you know, just what it is, money. <laughs> Real talk, okay? How much does it cost me today? I love him. Yeah, I love him, though. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's very completing for me. So I feel more complete today. All so right, I will say that. All right, now let's talk about... Golf life. You're very, you're happy in a relationship now. I'm glad that somebody doing Corona is, is, is hugging you and, and caressing you and making you feel good, girl. You're going to have to pass on some of that good energy to me, child, because I'm still taking applications, okay? 
Like you split with your husband. (laughs) Okay. Well, listen, you split with your husband in 2003 after seven years together, but you guys are still friends. I always see Elton out. He's a great guy. Yeah, we're very close. Yeah, there's no problem. And I told him, I said, if you want to talk to him, I would love for you to interview him because he would love to talk about anything you want to talk about. I asked him, he said, yes. Now you were, how many times were you married? Because you said my husband. Three. Three. Wow. Girl, got to do it till you get it right. I know that's right. Now, who is your ex-husband's then? Because I thought it was just one. Oh, no, I ain't saying any names. I don't like Okay, them okay. We know. Okay, uh, right. Uh, yeah. uh, that first one, uh, he should be. Oh, I was going to say it. Ooh, girl. Okay, ex-husbands. Y'all ain't getting no shout out. We're going to move that right and, along. And the second one, second was not a blur. It's a blank. Las Vegas, you know. Oh, one of them. Okay. Yeah. Everybody get one of them, right? <laughs> See, that's what we love about Jack K. Jack K keeps it real with you. <laughs> now, you went on Celebrity Fit Club, Celebrity Fit Club and kept it real, real. Because you said you hurt people because you too damn honest. Yeah, I did. I hurt uh, Takara, the model, <gasps> the uh, former plus size model. I don't know where she is now, but it helped her. She lost a lot. She's stunning. So what happened? I told her she, she was too big for my team and I traded her because, you know, you could trade away so you could win. I want to win. And she wasn't losing no weight. She said, I'm fine the way I am. I said, but the show ain't about that. It's about getting that extra hundred grand. Oh, <laughs> oh you know, <clears throat> you know, which reminds me. Remember when you was doing, um, what's that dance show? So you that, won uh, the first Dancing with the Stars. And I said, why you do that, Viv? You said, girl, the further I go, the more I make. I didn't know what you was talking about. Huh. Yes. Did you did you ever do uh, Dancing with the Stars? Shall I try? But I'm so glad. Now that I'm glad I didn't do because my body (laughs) could not have sustained. I saw you be laughing. We laughed so hard. You was like, I don't care. (laughs) But you know what? It was a great experience, and I still feel like I got robbed and kicked off too damn fast. You did, and they and they agree. They didn't know what they was doing then. Yeah, Mm because now they keep it. Now people are doing much less and staying on longer, and you know that ain't right. Wow. So how do you keep it real with? people in your life it's been hard um i'm getting better but you know i lose touch i lost touch when i was um two to seven because when you get fame you really do get separated from you gotta keep your homies but you gotta keep a good circle and i had a good circle but when you try to reach out and just be regular it's not always possible you know what i'm saying i know you know yeah. And you have your, like you said, you have our girls and we all do our showbiz thing. But in real life, this is a real person here. And yeah. people test you. You know what I mean? They want to bring you down or keep you humble. As they say in the black community, sometimes keep you humble. Don't get too big for your britches. You know, all that stuff. And it's like, when you got money coming, you're like, I don't care. Right. But you can lose control of your, your life if you don't pay attention to other people, you know? I, and see, that was the one thing, like, for me, I had to learn to balance, um, Cause you know, we, we go through these, it's, it's, it's like a, a, a ride. It's a career, yeah. you know, it's like, it's not to have a career in show business. Uh, it's not a race. It's a marathon because you yeah. got to figure out different chapters. Like for us, we figured out how to become actresses, then producers, directors, like they're all different chapters, business women. And I just tell people, it's like, you got to watch how you treat people and yes. not get too caught up because it, it, it changes. You, you're not going to always be the hot chick. Then they're no. going to be looking for the next hot chick. So yeah. I found with myself that I'm more happier the real that I've learned to be with myself. Yeah. And when you make mistakes, you own up to it. Yep. And I apologize. And if you know people can accept it, if they can't, then I'll keep working. I'm still trying to evolve even now. 
Yeah. You know, because sometimes I want people to be perfect. And by that, I mean, I want you to get what I'm saying quick. And they, they don't always get what you're talking about. So you got to keep at it. So, and you know, and I'm a little impatient. That's my biggest flaw. Really? See, you learned that about yourself and you can admit it. Yeah. What's your biggest flaw? Do you ever think about it? My temper. Same, same thing, probably. Demand, my temper. Demand. I, I'm my temper, and I am demanding. I always yes. want people to do the best and to get it really quick. But I've gotten yes. much better with my temper and my tongue. You know yes. that, that I had. Yes. I had to learn. It's not what you say; it's how you say it. Yes, exactly. You, you can do it quiet. Wait, don't forget though. You can do it quietly. You can say. You can say fuck you, or you can say now fuck you. Now this is what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all. She is. She is. Look here, we gonna keep it moving. Now you have been known as one of the funniest comedians in America. Comedy has comedy always been with you because you're hilarious. We've been laughing throughout this whole interview. <laughs> uh, no, I was dramatic. Really? Uh, well, I got two two seven. I never got quite the yeah. Uh, and that's I do regret that. If I had a choice, I probably would not have done two two seven. If I might have turned it down, and we wouldn't be on this phone. I'll tell you that. But wait, but you would, were the first African-American to win an Emmy Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a comedy series, I know, series but I 227, but you regret it? I regret not uh, taking 227 in terms of, because I was a great dramatic actress. I was in New York. I was working steadily. I knew hmm. I was going to, I'd have been out here eventually, but I did not get typecast. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you felt yeah. like 227 typecast you. Yes, it did for for many years. But, you know, I, I still was making a lot of money, but I wasn't t- getting taken seriously. Mm. You know, and I, I lamented that for years. I was bitter. A lot of people didn't know that. But I didn't yeah. at all. Yes, girl. I want to be a set it off. I want I to know be Queen right. Latifah. I want to be Queen Latifah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we go, girl, we go. I want to keep talking about these awards because you've also won an NAACP <laughs> Image Award for Outstanding Supporting Actress in a Comedy Series for, for Sister Sister two years in a row. You won a Golden Globe Award. I mean, girl, come on. Comedy's been good to you. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. That, you're right. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful and wretched. Ungrateful and wretched. I know. But I'm just saying professionally wise, that's the way I think. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think that, you know, you don't go to bed saying, oh, I'm the fly, so-and-so. You just go to bed thinking of a new project. I don't, we do. I don't, I don't live but, in the past. But yeah. also, Jackie, I want you to, to be able to celebrate your victories and smell those roses. I know, but we need to go up with it. We got to do a virtual lifetime achievement. Now, that's an idea. Let's do some virtual lifetime achievement sister award. So the sisterhood, we should give each other our flowers while we live. Exactly. Now, that's Agreed. the best idea you had. Yes. Okay, so if you could do a dramatic role. What role is your dream role? Georgia, Georgia. Diana Sanders is my favorite actress. You know who that is, don't you? No, the I late, don't. Great. She did Benita in the original Raising the Sun with Sidney Poitier. She played the sister. That actress. Mm. Does it come to Diana Sands? Yes. So have you thought about maybe taking that out as a one-woman play? Then someone yeah, will see it, and then, and, then, and then they'll take it and turn it into possibly a series? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Yes. I have options. I, I was thinking about you and me doing Georgie Girl. Girl, we could do a, a, a you know, a one-act play, but I've got to uh, do it. I've got great ideas because I think 90-minute plays are the future to me. I don't okay. think people want to take two hours and sit in the theater. You know, uh, agree. Hamilton, Hamilton's not that long. You know, Hamilton wizards right by, you know. Yeah. So yes. you got to have something that's interesting. And, and that um, moves. 
Yes. So that's a good idea. Yes. So I have to think about that. But I'm lazy. I only want to do eight. I only want to do drama. No more musicals. I don't want to work that hard no more. All right. Well, we put we put that out there because I keep on. I believe firmly believe that if you keep put putting stuff out stuff out there, sooner or later someone's going to hear it and they're going to make it happen for you. That's right. You're an awesome actress. It's true. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. When you say it, it does happen. It's true. But we're, we've been like that for years, girl. You've been like that too, because you <laughs> yeah. told everybody you was gonna be famous, and you left them when you did that all night long. I was like, why she doing this? <laughs> I said she's a good actress. Why she doing this show? I, they said Jack and Money. <laughs> now you're also remember, mm-hmm. remember what show, sweetie? Your show, All Night Long, wasn't that the name of it? Oh, that? yes, 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 with Patti LaBelle out all night, absolutely. Yes, out all night, I'm sorry, all night long. Who the hell is all night long? Oh, that's you live thinking, <laughs> No, you're thinking something sexual, knowing you, okay? <laughs> Stop making me laugh, Stop. Okay, well now, you're also a philanthropist, and you've had your hand in many, many causes. Which one is most important to you, and tell us why? Oh, the Thurgood Marshall Scholarship Fund. Yes, I believe education is my number one. It opens up worlds of thought because you don't know anything. You don't have anything to think about, you know. Even now with my guy who's younger than me, by the way, and I say younger, I mean uh, younger. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to let you. Look, you know, I got nothing against Similac, honey. (laughs) Being a little bit younger, Chad. I got all the young ones. They keep coming after me. And I'll be like, baby, do you know how old I am? They're like, yeah, and it's okay. You look great. Yes. Uh I know. They want to get right up in there. But of course, you know, (laughs) with us, was like, yeah, we do whatever. But Oh, but getting back to the question you asked before, what do I want? I want people to do what I say. That's my main thing. So education is one way of teaching people. And, you know, I, I get a little bossy. And I know it, but I want you to learn. And if you can get this knowledge, it'll take you so far. You know, it's like when you get a snake bite or a, a bite from an animal, a mosquito, you know, just what to do. Somebody had to teach you that. You know, you can't just get everything on your own. Self-taught me, you, you got something and nobody trained you. You just kept practicing and practicing and practicing. What do, you consider your, what do you consider your biggest accomplishments? That I don't know yet. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Come on, Jack. I don't. I don't. I I don't. I don't know if I've done it yet. Okay. I, I think it's there. You know, I think something great is gonna happen, but um, you know, like I said, education is my thing, but I might write a book that may become absolutely wonderful. You, you know, should. that's that's my next career, writing. Mm. That's my final career, I think. You know, because right. we have four now. We're living longer and we're doing we're having more careers than ever, you know, most people. So how do you hustle to, in today's, how things are changing? What, you know, are you doing your Zoom? Are you figuring out how to have your meetings, you know, by computer and, 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 and setting up meetings to pitch things? Yes, yes. And I'm finally, and I had, you know, he's helping me because I don't know all the buttons. And like you said, but now I got it and I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> Good girl. What well, kind of- you got balls. You know, you got involved. I did my first Zoom the other day with Oz Scott and a bunch of people. And we were talking about the, um, you know, the Black Lives Matter and um, all the stuff that's happening. You know, I don't want to get too deep on it because it's a deep project and it's going to have to go on for years. What current projects are you working on? Well, I can't. They're in New York. I can't go. (laughs) You know, I had a Netflix thing. I can't do it because they said the guidelines haven't loosened up. But SAG said they're getting ready to. Oh, yeah. I mean. 
I just sit and consider everything like this. How you might as well just get ready to start doing projects either end of the year or top of 2021 because 2020. Yeah, but, but it's going to happen swiftly. They're going to call you up and they're going to go. Yep. They're going to call you Wednesday night and we'll be back on the set Thursday. That's the way it's going to happen. I do believe. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be, I think, job to job to job for some of us because uh, they're just not going to, everybody's not going to be available, first of all. Yeah. And they're going to be needing content. So get ready to work when we get out of this, y'all. Okay. That's That's all I got uh to say. Um, What drives you? Uh, God, I have a great uh, positive uh, center. Mm. I I got that early. And I believe in divine guidance and protection. That's my number one tenet in my life. Uh, And I try not to lie. I do, but I try not to. And I, I t- tell myself the truth always, even if I'm out and I'm being superficial and telling somebody you look good when I know damn well they don't. I, 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 I have to say, <laughs> I say, you know, you just lied, you know, and what just try you, to be good, a good person. Just try really to be, try. Me too. I try to be a good person too, but it gets challenging in these days. I'm going to keep that real. Okay. <laughs> what did your parents teach you about hustling? Uh, well, my father, I never knew my father. I, I, he died when I was so young. I never got to know him. <gasps> my my mother worked all her life. She worked hard. She was a nurse's aide at a hospital in New York, a woman's hospital, and soft, sweet woman. But she taught me, as a single woman, when you're growing up, she said, don't go around no married people. Don't be in no woman's house of a husband. Don't be with no husband. If uh, the wife ain't there, don't be going to dinner with them. Amen. Learn how to be independent. Get your own hobbies. Get your own interests. Get your own self-interest. Know you look good. Know that you're threatening to other women if you do. And if you want to be that way, make sure you have the equipment you need. You I know, know that's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dress up butt off. Back in the day, you know, they dressed they butt off in New York, baby. Everything yes. matters. She mm-hmm. had a pair of suede shoes. I still remember a red suede suit and a red suede fly because I got her legs and her, her, her thighs. Thank God. Oh. Oh, thank God. (laughs) So, you know, I learned that how to be alone. This pandemic is not, it's not affecting me and probably you either because I love to do a lot of things, you know. I love, and I love design. I know you do too, your house. I know you all up in there. You better believe it, baby. I can't (laughs) wait to show it to you. Now let's pass on, let's leave some tips before we get ready to close out um, our interview today. What tips would you like to pass on for aspiring actors? or those that are trying to get in the entertainment business? Study, 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 Mm -hmm. study, study. Uh, Get to know people so they get to know you. And by that, I mean, don't just know people and go to a casting agent and all that. Let them get to know you. So when they have a job, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. Because I've been called for jobs. You've called me. People just think of you because they go down a list of names and we get them and they know you, you know? So so get get out there. But study. I think that's top five. Get to know people and be nice. Show up on time and know your lines. Be professional. But I love that you said about um, for aspiring actors to study, because this is a lesson that I that I try to pass on to young actors. Be a triple threat. Be able to sing. Be able to dance. Um, that's right. Be able to do comedy if you can, or host, be able to, you know, because you never know what the job may call for, especially today where there's days you may be hosting, there's days you may be doing a film, there's days that you might be dancing in a, yes. in a TV show. You never know. Or, but fighting, find, or fighting in an action movie like uh, Kill Bill. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but it's so good that if you to get those tools so that you have them, do the work. Yes. Yeah, you can draw Study. them immediately. You know, right there. And then also figure out what you're really good at. Are you good at drama? Are you good at comedy? Are you good at dancing? So that, you know, when a job comes your way that you can really go for it, or you can say, you know what, I'm going to pass on that. That doesn't work for me. I need to maybe go take some more lessons, but study. Yes. You know what I mean? Because if you get a job, you got to be able to keep the job because that's happened to too many people. They get the job and then they can't sustain. You have to be. What's that uh, that line in Dream Girls? A diva that can't sustain. Uh-uh. You must say. And once you get up there and get the job, see, people relax when they get the money. Mm-hmm. Check. Uh-uh. As soon as I get it, I'm looking for the next level. Immediately. I mean, even before. When I get a check, I look, oh, that's nice. I put it somewhere, forget about it. Mm. Let it grow. And that's how I do it with my work. Let it grow. Let it keep, you know, getting bigger and bigger and better. And look for the next level, you know. But now I'm child. And I got to. I got to get bold like you now. I got to get inspired. I'm just lazy. (laughs) Well, that leads us to today's hustle hack. Today's hustle hack is hashtag educate yourself. Jack A has gone on the record saying that education forever. That's my number one thing. That's right. However you educate yourself, whether it's formal or informal, never stop learning because knowledge is power. I know that from writing a book to starring on Empire to hosting a talk show, Face the Truth, to my Lifetime movies with Jack A, the So Wrong It's Right franchise, to the Vivica Fox hair collection, and now my podcast, Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Y'all know my grind don't stop because I've done the work and I've educated myself. And my girl Jack A, she's always grinding too, even though she tried to say That's she's what, lazy. She always I'm trying not. to figure out her next job. <laughs> No, I'm not lazy. I procrastinate. Okay, I procrastinate. That's a better one. Yeah. Okay. But I got your hair too, girl. I got, I look fly. I put your hair on too. Yeah. And when I put your hair on, Viv, I get lucky. I love it. Yes, honey. Let me, let, let me keep helping you get it, Jack A. <laughs> I love you so much. Thank you so much, Jack A. Love you for too, being on, on my okay. podcast. Tell our folks where they can find you on social media. At The Real Jack A. Harry is Facebook, The Real Jack A. Harry on Twitter and Instagram, The Real Jack A. Harry. All right. And follow your girl at Miss Vivica Fox on Twitter and at Miss V Fox on Instagram and for the podcast at Vivica Hustling. Darlings, subscribe, download, and listen to Hustling with Vivica A. Fox. Until next time, bye for now. Mwah.